Okay. Everybody have your sheets. We began discussing last night the extension of the sheet of the tzlach, well, tzlach himself extending it. We started talking about women first, whether they're b'chal arvis or not. And we mentioned last night, the tzlach mentioned last night, that it might not be limited only to women who are excluded from arvis, it might be extended to levim, kainim, levim, and gerim. None of which were included in the number given in the Gemara of the 600,000 and change. So I want to show you that machlokas and that suggestion. Turn to page 19 in your copy. Now, the large copy, we're going to give out another couple when we get to it. But right now, you just need the set. So a very famous Gemara that's sometimes misquoted, misunderstood. So if you ever say this Gemara in front of a ger, we have uh, more mitzvahs to love a ger than almost any other mitzvah. It keeps getting repeated over and over and over again. I guess a natural natiyah of people that don't like foreigners. So there's an extra mitzvah to take care of them and to love them. A a ger is a very beginning. And uh, I, uh, somebody told me a few days ago he's going to a chasna and both the and the Kala were Gerim. The Gerim and the So I told them uh, as they were about to leave, I said, don't forget to have in mind L'Shem Mitzvah. They turned around, <laughs> give me a quizzical look. It's such a pity. You're going to Chasna, you're there, Mitzvah, Chasna, Kala. That's one Mitzvah. Whatever level that Mitzvah is, the Mitzvah Chesed. <coughs> you have in mind of the Kim of Ahavtim as a Ger, get a thousand more. So it's in life, you're doing many Mitzvahs. There are when I'm a Sata Kedushin, if you ever overheard this, I don't um, have to do this, but I always try to mention to the Chasm and the Kala, you should have in mind, according to Shittas Aramam, that uh, there's a mitzvah the Raisa to get married. The Rosh holds it's a Hersha mitzvah, so the mitzvah of Puravu. But the Ramam holds that there's a mitzvah the Raisa to get married, besides the mitzvah of Puravu. So you're doing the mitzvah, standing there anyway, under the chuppah, you spend so much money. You might as well have in mind, otherwise you can go by the whole thing, it's just a blur to them. So I give them a bunch of other pieces of instructions also, like, you know, don't release the ring before you say hooray up, because I can pass the whole condition, and make sure the ring is paid for, not stolen, which can come up also, you know, some other important details, which Arma gave, but, uh, but uh, while they're at it, they're standing there anyway, you might as well have in mind the midst of the races, so there are many things we do in life, you can, you're doing it anyway, you might as well have in mind the shame mitzvah, Michael, we, you and I were discussing this last night after Marv, a permutation of this. Or, you know, if you're doing, being nice to somebody, you might as well have a mind L'Shem Mitzvah, otherwise being nice is not an Avera, but the main thing is L'Shem Mitzvah. You got to do it uh, L'Shma. And Michael was asking me that he, he heard somebody wanted to tie that that's not L'Shma, but he's doing, just doing L'Shem Mitzvah. That's not correct. The Iker L'Shma is to do it for HaKosh Baruch Hu. It's just not to do it for the Schar. It's to do it because HaKosh Baruch Hu said so. That's the Iker L'Shma. Uh, a lot more to be said about that. But... Um, there are many opportunities we have, and we don't realize that these are actually mitzvahs the races. So the backdrop here is there's a tremendous mitzvah, Hafta Mesager, and you've got to keep that in mind, because this Gemara doesn't sound like that. The Gemara makes a statement, Kosher Gerem Yisrael Kisafachas, loosely translated, is that Gerem are difficult for Klai Yisrael, like a Safachas, like a Tzaras, like a Negat Tzaras, which sounds um, a little demeaning. 
So obviously it needs heads, but what does that mean? So there are many different Pshatim Rishayinim. None of them are really a stira. depends on the situation. You take a look. First, the Tesis on page 19 at the bottom. Kashan Gamli Yisrael Kasafachas. Fishain, the first child of Fishain, you got it? Page 19. Fishain, Bikin, Bidituke Mitzvis. Because sometimes, now you understand why it depends on the gear and the gear is. Sometimes they're just not that good at it. They're not that bulky. It's like, you know, Balchuva comes in, doesn't know what's going on. A gear comes in. You could prepare them. We prepare them for a long time nowadays. It's pretty clear from the Gemara they didn't prepare them as long. The question is why. So some uh, smart aleck <coughs> once wrote a piece and he said, I don't know, it'd be so machmer now. In the olden days, Mashal and the Gemara, he just comes up, step right up, when guy and what takes so long? Why does it take a year? That's a silly kasha. You've got to know a little history before you start asking kashas. If somebody came to the Jewish community in Megayar, usually the case was they were quite familiar with Jews and all Jews were from, and they were very, very uh, aware of what was going on in a vibrant from Jewish life. So they would make no mistakes about it. They understood to be a Jew. This is what the Jews wore. They had a beard and maybe payas and had long tzitzis and they put on tefillin and they, were, they had kashras. The guy, any guy coming in knew all this. And then the question of the detail. So it didn't take long. You'll, uh, you'll learn on the job a little more afterwards. <laughs> Today, a guy calls up, wants to be a gay. What do you know? It's, well, I, I know that you've got to give to the UJ. You've got to eat kafilta fish. And bagels are big on the agenda. And uh, what? And tikkun olam. Right, right. So, uh, and, and none of them are ikrim. Um, I, I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, um, so you got people coming from the what they waited. They don't know anything about Judaism. So it's a learning process. And, and like Shlomo Zaman says in the truth, we had this a year and a half ago in the Shabbos year. Shlomo Zaman holds: if you don't train them, it's lifne either. They, they come in, they go to the mikveh, they come out. They say, Boy, is it hot in here? Can I have a drink? Yeah, you make a bracha. What's a bracha? What's a bracha? We got we got mincha coming up. Shkia is in ten minutes. What's shkia? What's mincha? What Shabbos? I mean, I can imagine walking. The advantage of Baal Tshuva has he's born Jewish, so so can't become a Baal Tshuva in one day. So you learn as quickly as you can. You become a ger. You're not going to become a ger. If you become a ger, as soon as you go to the mikveh, you're chayv and everything. So everything is impossible. You can train them for 100 years, not going to know everything. But the basics, they have to know. And it doesn't always happen that way. So Tesis says, Kashrun ger and kesafachas. It's going to be a big problem if they thought they can handle it or the basin thought they could handle it, and they were Magyar, and they can't, and they're not that from, and then they have friends, Jewish friends, and they're in the community, and then they're not that from, and then they drag other people down with them. That's the first shot in Kashim Geren Kisafachas. Doesn't always happen that way. That's not a good scenario, but it does happen. Yes? It was always the aberration. It's Kufas, yeah, it's Tukim, yeah, Batusim. You know, the Garam wanted to come in, I'm sure made sure they stayed clear of the Batusin because they probably stayed by them for one Shabbos and realized if this religion is about sitting in the dark, in the cold, with no cholt, I'm out of here. And then they probably went to somebody else. They said, no, 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 we're actually the exact opposite. So the, the, the wayward groups then were actually more machmer in many things. Some were, some weren't. But uh, some were going to the mikvah like 20 times a day. And then you, the Gare comes to us and he says, well, actually, we hold Maker Ding, you don't have to go to Maker at all, if you're a man, but if you want to be Machmer, you can go in the morning. <laughs> you know? So it's, it, it's uh, the, the Prushim was the majority. Josephus himself, who was no great Sadiq, admits that. So. Uh, yes, yes. 
Yes, but, but let me tell you something. From the mere fact, he had no sentence, from the mere fact he came and he said he wants to wear the clothes of the Kain Gadol. Anybody coming today doesn't know what a Kain is, doesn't know what a Kain Gadol is, doesn't know he had clothing. How did he, where did he pick up the information? The answer is you live near the Jews. They, they, they talk about these things. They, they knew, I'm sure the things he didn't know, but, uh, and the answer was, and the rest is commentary, which means Hillel was pretty confident, Lama Chalik is over there, whether he converted him first or after, Masha there, but, but they knew a lot more coming in. It was quite clear. Uh, and today, you can be living next to assimilated Jews or just read about Jews or see Jews from a distance and not be... In Europe, the average Goyesha made knew Mochis Fleishiks and a good Chalik at Yeridea and Tochus Taruvis pretty well. Because I was an exaggeration, but she knew what the problems were, she knew what the dinim were, and she just lived with the Jews. So she knew. Uh, today, uh, if you lived in a, in a home of Nebuchadnezzar, assimilated Jew, uh, you wouldn't know too much about kashras besides the bagels during Avelis. Yeah, and those do well. And the ones we train, Taka take a year, we give them long stacks of reading materials, and Sherman, and that, we do all that, and that's why they hopefully will do well. Oh, day and night, even, even from 200 years before Ascala. We don't know what it means, we're so far moved, we don't know what it means 300 years ago to have Kemat, every Jew, 99% of the Jewish people, completely from within a, a, a community, a close in the community. We don't, we don't know what it means. Yeah, 99%, there's always a Mashoman here, a Meister over here, this guy, you know, but by and large, anybody who was still around was, uh, that's why I have all these funny chuvas about the Mishamadim and the Meisim coming, all the famous stories, the Meisim came to Shul and Yom Kippur. Do you know any Meisim that join us in Yom Kippur? All the people who come to Shul, by and large, are the people who want to be in Shul. You still have from the old generation people who come, they walk the Wadak Shul, they're not the Wadaks. Those days are, are, are either going or gone. So, so yes, the by and large didn't do a lot more. But not always, Taisa says. They had the problem then also. You had a gear, didn't pick it up, and it wasn't so medactic. So that could be a danger for the community, yeah. Wasn't that the issue also of not being able to teach um, Yes, yes. Yes, one of the truths we saw gave the explanation, why are we teaching them so much now? And he said, because they don't know anything and it's like neither. It was understood when they came in then, they were starting off on a higher plateau, yes. Yes. And, um, I mean, when, uh, when Uncleus became, again, Uncleus is not a great example because he's probably brilliant to start off with, but uh, it's clear that uh, he had access, being a Roman royal lineage, he had access to a lot of Jews, and the Jews he saw, again, you had Sadduqim by Tusim and Karam and things like that, but by and large, were from and all doing the right things, and you just have to watch them and, and see what's going on. And that's, unfortunately, unless uh, you're born or raised as an Akum and Muncie, or in Hoysburg, and you grow up in it, that's not going to happen. These people are coming from very uh, far-flung uh, places. So that's the first trial. Kashem Gain, Lee it's a risk for us if they live in our communities and they don't do the right thing and then they drag uh, other people down. Which again, we hope is the exception rather than the rule. So again, He says, the reason Kashem Gain Kisafach, this is fascinating, is because the more people who join our ranks, the more they weigh us down. Got another people, another person, another couple, another family to worry about. 
So uh, now, I don't know if that fits with the first pra- and if they don't do the mitzvah as well, we're going to get punished, or if they do it well, but we, it's even by this, that they, they got to learn so much, it's such an achrayat for all of us, so we have harvest for them, so it weighs us down. I assume it goes a little bit with the first pra- because if they were all such great tzaddikim doing so well, it wouldn't weigh us down. So, uh, so Rashi's adding that besides the fact that they can have a bad effect on neighbors and friends, they're actually weighing us down halachically. And Taisus doesn't agree. Because that's exactly what we discussed last night. The number doesn't, the number is 600,000 to change. The air of Rob is much more. Tesis, I'll show you in a minute, points that out clearly uh, over there. So we have a here, Machlegis Rashi, Tesis, were Gerem included in Arvis or not? Rashi holds yes, and Tesis holds no. One can imagine that if you hold like Rashi, that Gerem are included in Arvis, then maybe you could say, then women are included. And Kainim are included, and Levim are included, and everybody's included, which again is, seems to be how Rabbi Kivega and many other people uh, seem to assume. Uh, the, I mentioned last night, the Yuzhnaf Gemina is a simple scenario where a ger walks in an hour late to your Suda and you made Kiddush right night already. And you explain to him, sorry, I waited a half hour, couldn't wait. He said, please, if I'm ever late, don't wait for me. And uh, he sits down, he, he just became, he says, I don't know how to make Kiddush, can you make Kiddush for me? So you tell him, well, it's a machlekes, rashi, and tesis. That's uh, welcome. Welcome to uh, Jews. I remember I was uh, I was in a basin in Bnei Brak where uh, I joined Ramnissen's basin for a Gairus last year, and they were um, they had him one day. They batch him up. They have these people who learn for a long time, but they do Ramnissen's uh, not uh, twenty years old anymore. So they don't want to them out uh, every single day. So they batched in, in one in one hour, an hour and a half. We had three three or four cases that we did, and um, one of them was an Ethiopian young man. I told you this might something we gave this year. Very interesting. Um, they only need a tough as down because they had a circumcision before. Uh, and then we did the, uh, the tefillah. And it was about 2, 3 in the afternoon. And this after learning a year, it just like, it was a nice thing to see such a thirst. So the bacha came out and we, we had some ayakichel and we had a little uh, kiddush there just to have uh, something, a suddhis mitzvah of sorts. And he was asking question after question. There was my mincha coming up, and he had this and that. He you know, learned about it before, but like, we couldn't. He was asking me, Rav Nissen, the other day. You know, it was just, he was all bubbling over. He had lots of questions. It's like, again, when I used to, a Baal Tshuva does this over five, ten years. And he just, all of a sudden, poof, he's Jewish. <laughs> so, oh, we got, we got mincha in a couple hours. You know, but, you know so we, uh, he, he tried to figure, this question, interesting, wasn't vetted before. They told him about it, but he forgot first question he asked is, uh, okay, we're David Mincha soon. We're David Mincha in the basement. So he turned to me. He said, uh, what Nusuch? <laughs> so I looked at him trying to figure out, okay, he's an Ethiopian. That's not really a Sephardi, not really an Ashkenazi. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I'm not sure exactly uh, where that fits in. I think they all follow the, uh, but it's like, <laughs> just went to the mikvah. He wants to know which center to pick up. Uh, and this is—he was trained for a year already. Uh, he was—he was learning yeshiva in Bnei Brak already. He was not an, all right, but just like now it's Nagaya. So, um, so I, the truth is, the real answer is, is that you can pick up whatever nusach you want. This guy cuts He can even be an Ashkenazi if you really want to get wild. Uh, uh, but, uh, but there's a. Um, but there's a, uh, there's a tradition. Usually the people they associate with, you either go by who your Rebbe is, in which case he'd be a complete Ashkenazi. It was from Nisim Karolas down, all uh, card-carrying Lutvaks. Uh, but he's an Ethiopian. That most of them identify with Svartim, so um, you know, it, it would probably be more comfortable for him. But I, just to witness it, it was just very interesting. He was like, um, he was, uh, what? 
how old was this kid? This kid was... You mean, do you get 20 years from the time you went to the mikvah? Oh boy, you're an expansive thinker. I, I like that cooler. We're going to put you on the base in Shomayla. That's a good... Uh, <laughs> that's a good... That's a good cooler. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Uh, the shot the 20 years, the 20 years, by the way, shrouded a mystery. I've had a lot of Bukhram tell me I, you know, I would occasionally give Musser to uh, different Bachem come to the Shailas, and they tell me, don't worry, Rebbe, everything's in the bag. I'm still 19 and a half. <laughs> that's not, that's not Pshat in the Gemara. <laughs> the the, the Chayvin mentioned for 13. When I grew up, the age was 13. It's called Bar Mitzvah. Uh, there, is a, there, there are Chazals that say that there's an Indian with Misdei Shemayim for 20, and it's unclear what that means. I certainly wouldn't risk it. Uh, and um, it means something to the effect that 13, there's a but there's certain things since he's not fully, fully intellectually mature so maybe in certain circumstances they give him somewhat of a break but um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a din in intelligence so if the, if the kid is being Megaira is 21 we're not going to give him another 20 years wait till he's 41 you know, so I don't think that would fly but it's a nice try it's, uh, Okay, so that's the second shot. So we see here we have a machlekes Rashi and Tesis. Rashi says the Arvis drags us down. Tesis says not true. There is no Arvis. I did Shlamar. Another shot for this Gemara. Kashim gayim the Yisrael afishim as Arbim behem ve'en shchina shara el mishpachas miyachasim shabi Yisrael. I wouldn't say this one too loud because it's misunderstood. Uh, let me put it into context. The afishim as Arbim behem means that ultimately they intermarry into us the clay. So there's nothing halachically wrong with that. Uh, the uh, the issue is let me put this very it's a very this can be misquoted how do I say this you know this comes up by Shadducham all the time Yichus is a Maila can't deny it Yichus is a Maila it's a Maila among many other Mailas and the famous Moshe they give if you have many zeros and you put a one in front of it so you get, then you're worth a hundred million dollars right and if you don't do anything with the Yichus not only is it not a Maila it's a Chisar because you had more to live up to and you didn't live up to it but yichus is a component of many, uh, many different components of what makes a person. Yichus is a maila. Uh, of course, we put, we have a pecking order. We put learning, scholarship, hasmada, over any yichus. That's why the Mishnah says that a kain gadol amarts goes behind the mamzer tamachacham. The worst yichus you can have is a, is a mamzer, the absolute worst. And um, and well, you can leave my Malik and Chayim Misab, okay. But within within Klai so uh, the Mamza is basically the worst, and he gets more cover. He's supposed to get more cover than a Kain Gadol Amaretz. So that shows you where we put Yichus. Yichus is, is is well below learning. It's the godless of Klai, so you can make yourself into somebody even if you come from nobody, because we don't we don't have a caste system where you're stuck. That's that's the beauty of it. What? No. So Yichus doesn't only mean a Rabbi Shainikol. Rabbi Shainikol just that's nice. Rabbi Shainikol is it just Rabbi Shainikol just means that you have schusavos. That's all. You have you have this tarur in the mishpacha, the tzitkus in the mishpacha. There's good genes for ruchnias. That's all it means. You can you can be a Rabbi Shainikol if you're Rabbi Shemesh Shkop's granddaughter. It just wasn't a Rabbi. It was Rabbi Shemesh Shkop. It's the same thing. It's not. I mean, the chassidim holds not the same thing. But, but, but we hold uh, objectively. It's a, if you have chash of a parents, grandparents. That's that's yichus. Lamaisa. Uh, the end of the day. If you have uh, somebody who didn't have chashuv pans and grandparents, he made something of himself in Shemayim that's just as chashuv or more chashuv. If it's only no gea when you're looking for, at a bunch of milas and you have all the milas and you can have this one, so then that's a mila. And the context of here is en en ashchin ashera elo mishvab mishpachos miyachos to be Yisrael. It is a chisarin. This is interesting. If this wasn't a gemara, I wouldn't have said this is a chisarin either. It's a chisarin in yichus if somebody comes from 
the Archduke of Canterbury, I don't know, did I get that right? <laughs> Archbishop, Archduke, Bishop. Bishop? I don't want to mix, I, I was going to say Archbishop, I don't want to mix religion. So let's call him the Archduke. Uh, because there's nothing to do if the great-grandfather's a galach or not. It doesn't, uh, usually just means his brain's in the family maybe because they weren't illiterate for 20 centuries. Uh, but if somebody comes from, uh, from, uh, from a mishpacha and there's no inherent yichas over there, they might have been nice people, maybe yeah, maybe not, uh, that's not as miuchas as directly from Avram Yitzhak and Yankov. That's a chazal. I wouldn't have known that. As far as Chitzayna is, they're from Avram Yitzhak and Yankov, so Avram Avinu is Avram Gayim. That's why the Gerim say, in Shemana Esri, Lekei Avram, Lekei Yitzhak, Lekei Yankov. I would have said there's no chilip, but I'm, Baruch Hashem, not writing this Gemara. So, Unclear in Tesis. Tesis is saying that the, the problem is that they're intermarried, therefore the families that intermarried with them don't have the same yichus. Doesn't mean the apostle. There's no halachic issue over here. I will remind you that the greatest, the best and the greatest in Klai Yisrael, we the Gerim, but came from Gerim. Rabbi Kiva, Shemaya, Avtalia, Rameir, the list goes on and on. So what? So, so, so Rochel's father had a taina on her. He's an Amaretz and he's a pauper. I never heard that third taina. He was angry about the money and about the Amaratzes. I don't know which order. Probably the Amaratzes. I hope. He had plenty of money himself. So, what happened to the other time? I never heard, did you ever hear anybody who said, if you want to marry Rabbi Shub and Karcha, according to some shittas, was Rabbi Kiva's son. And they nicknamed him Karcha because they, the Romans were looking for him. So they nicknamed him. So Rabbi Shub and Karcha has a, is getting married. He has a daughter who has got married. So she's not going to be the most sought-after girl in the market. Because the great grandfather was a gay, the great great grandfather, shall where it came from. We're not we're not used to that concept. So the answer is, if you have somebody coming from Rabbi Kiva, the Torah so outweighs every other possible ma'alichisar, and it's irrelevant. Yeah, you have to look at the pool. The general, you know, everybody has lots of ancestors, and you got to look at what's going on. And you put it, you know, you're looking for a sheikh. You got to know uh, what 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 goes into the mix and uh, what you can expect. And you know, a lot of these are very complicated decisions. And, um, and uh, I remember uh, Rabbi Yaakov's, one of Rabbi Yaakov's granddaughter married, uh, there was a neighbor of mine, I don't know, married a Baal Tshuva, it was a phenomenal Tama Chacham. And, um, and it was typical, uh, I, I don't even know if the son, if Rabbi Yaakov's son asked his father, yeah, no, or he just figured it out himself, but they never had an issue with that particular because he was, uh, he was off the charts in his learning and they, and they took him. And I know the guy, a lot of tremendous years from him and a tremendous Tama Chacham. So uh, would Yichus play role? The answer is yeah. If you find a guy as a good a learner as him, as smart as him, you, know, maybe they you have to look at the entire uh, package. So that's, that's what this means. Um, otherwise, just hard to understand the context. We have too many, too many Tanaim and too many uh, famous people who came from Geirim, and then, uh, like Ellie, you asked, how far does it go down? I don't know how far it goes down, but I don't think anybody had an issue marrying into our mayor's family. I don't, uh, our mayor and Buria. <laughs> To, uh, so, uh, why? Why was that? The, uh, so, so, anyway, but Taisa says, within Mylas and with his Chasainas, Kashem Gerim Kesafachas, just according to this Trant the line, the Deba Maskot, the line, the Gemara, Kashem Gerim Kesafachas, a very strong line for something like this, where I would have said the downside is not that stark because the Maisa people did marry into Epikiva's family and Ramayers and Shemayi Batayim. So it's a little hard to fit with the uh, with the with the shtakite of the words of the original line we're coming off of. Yesh mafarshim one more pshat lefi shabiyetsa who's the Yisrael al gerim ve'yichon li zarim enosam 
we have so many psukim that I mentioned in the beginning of the Isra of Anas Agar and the Chiv Agar, and we can't, we're not careful enough with them, and therefore Klaisol can get punished if they're not careful enough with them. So that is the last shot. There's another shot also. If you take a look, I didn't give it to you yet, so you can't take a look. Let me uh, you give this out quickly. We'll have a few minutes. Thank you. I'm making more copies over here. Similar tesis in Ida on your Gimel Mabez. I'll show you the Rashi first. <coughs> so it's interesting. The um, the way Rashi brings it down here in Nida, he quotes the Pshah about the Arabs and he himself slugs it up. So apparently, takes out a different Madura of Rashi because uh, it's quoting a different Rashi that just brought the Havim in. Take a look at Rashi first, Kisafachas. The Sibagarin Vanilva Agar Alehem, Vinizpacha, Bez Yaakov, Lushan Safachas, Shakashim Yisol Kisafachas. Again, that picked that word that they 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 uh, grab onto Klaisol, but they use that Lushan, Lushan Tsaras. Shame became a mitzvah may be in Peronius. That's one shot. They caused Peronius to come onto Klaisol because of the lack of dictic permits. Void Shamal made him saw my Sam. And maybe Klaisol will learn from them and they'll rub off and have a bad influence. Me P. Maria Zaka Viesh, Aymer. Shakaisol, Rabin Zebazev, a lot milsi. Shalon Zarva, Bishila Gam, Darmina Mesachaset, and Ipsil Khal Echa, me Israel, Sheshmez Elif, Shlashes Lafim, Tufkuf, Nun, Brisa, Shakulan, his Arva Zebazet, Amma, Len is Arva Lagarim. So uh, Rashi himself brings up this objection of Taisis. Take a look at Taisis over here. Koshen Gain Lisol Kasafachas. Mashamaksha Rashi Lochosha Besaita Arvis the Erevav Yishlaimar. Fishal Yadda Cheshman. It's interesting. Over here, Taisis defends the Pshad he slugged up. We saw before. Uh, he says, no, it's not a riot. The Kasha is that Erevav is not listed because there's so many of them and the number is only 600,000 and change. He said, maybe he goofed because the Erevav is so many. We don't know how many of the worst. They're not going to list them because we don't know what the number was. They were outside the Machana, outside the Arons. They never had an exact count. They never counted them. Miu mechuta amadei rav. You kaflayim kiyetsim mitzrayim. The mechuta says there were at least one point two million of the air of rav, which is quite amazing from the chumish uh, perspective. Moshe Rabbeinu took out the air of rav. You remember we have a number of chazals. We find the kashbaru sort of tining on Moshe Rabbeinu. Shichai Samcha, the famous one. Fine. Moshe Rabbeinu on Har Sinai. They made the chedegel. So she say Shichesamcha means your your people got corrupted, but he meant your people, meaning it's all started from the people you brought the heir of Rav and they're up to no good and they're having a bad influence, and who asked you to bring them along? Which is the scariest measure if you're from a Kira perspective, a very scary measure. So why did Moshe Rabbeinu bring it along? He wanted more followers. <laughs> Answer is he had an opportunity. There were people that the going was good, they wanted to get out. There were one point two million people leaving in them and come to Kabbalah Satari, you got one point two million people to know the Kabbalah Kavaldik. So Moshe Rabbeinu is not going to lose an opportunity like that. So Hashem didn't say it was us, sir. He would have stopped him. Stopped like the, like the Miraglim, like if you want to go ahead and do it. And he did it, and it was no good by the Erev Rav, it was no good by the Miraglim. But Moshe Rabbeinu did it, the Shem Shemayim. Which is scary, because uh, you bring people in, and then they corrupted the Klai and they caused most of the problems in the Midbar. Uh, Karach was a pretty big because he caused his own problems. The only one that stands out that was not started by the Erev Rav. Everything else, the Erev Rav was involved. Um, Zimri didn't do too well either, but uh, 
Besides those couple of examples, so Hashem said, what'd you bring him for? So we'd look, what did he bring him? How many aircraft were there already? How much trouble? So Mechotah says, 1.2 million. There was two to one ratio for Klaisel. Klaisel probably had three million to count over 60 under 20. Okay. But still, I said there were two million Jews, two million Jews, one, one million aircraft. That's a lot of people. So it uh, gives you a whole new view on what was going on there in the Midbar. Rima Fire, Shafiqa Kashem. Which we saw in Tesis. Um, others bring down another shot, but it's not in Tesis. It sounds like Tesis holds of it. That uh, is a much more positive shot. That Kashim Karen Kesafachas is they're so good at mitzvahs that they make us look bad. But Tesis doesn't bring that down. Uh, but that is a, that is a possibility. Um, the main point over here again is the Arvis issue is Machlekes Rashi and Tesis. Nafkamina being very simple, you can make to them. Once we get ready in a situation of uh, of Yatsa Maitzi. Okay, Mitzhashem will continue tomorrow night with the Navi. <coughs>